Welcome to the Ozo Dope Audio Show. Think comedy meets a much needed heart to heart, jam packed with dope conversations to motivate, inspire, and entertain. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get, but it's gonna be sweet. From personal growth and self-improvement to pop culture and a little bit of mess, I'm your host, Cass, here to bring you the freshest takes on life, love, and everything in between. So pour yourself a glass of something good, because we're about to drop down and get our ego long, baby. It's called an audio show. It's not a podcast. Oh, Thank sorry, you. audio show. Thank you. Cut that part out. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Let's do a check-in. It's 2024, baby. Yo. Yeah, it's 2024. That's all I, that's all I can say. Yo. How um, was your New Year's Eve? Well, first off is Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, New Year's Eve. Cool. Yeah. Low-key. Hung out. Had a couple of bottles of wine. Called it a, uh, a night, an early night-ish. Got home and uh, went to bed and woke up for work the next day. Because you know how I be. I grind. Yeah, that sucks. I did, I guess, similar stuff. I didn't pop real bottles. I popped bottles of apple juice with my nephews. We put the disco ball downstairs and put on some music, and we just had a killer dance party. Oh, and we ate grapes under the table. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Did you guys actually, were you able to do like the whole ball drop at midnight, or did they pass out before? No, they stayed up till three. Yeah. And you, you made it till three or? I made it till three. I was the last one to go to sleep. But you know, I, I stay up late anyways. So we watched the, the ball drop on YouTube because I don't have cable. And then we ran right upstairs and sat under the table with our 12 grapes. And they just loved that. They ate it right up, literally. And then we went back downstairs for a dance party. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really good. I think they had a fun time. I think they enjoy doing New Year's with me. Okay, so with the new year, we have a lot of people adopting new things, bringing new things into their lives, and being picky and choosy. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about or talk with you about this week on our episode. It is about being labeled as picky. So do you think overall that you're a picky person? And we're talking about everything from dating and relationships to the food choices to how you like your home, how you like to dress. Like overall, do you think you're a picky person? I'm going to say no initially um, because I believe that I'm not a picky eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Most it comes men to, aren't. When it comes to like, I don't know if you want to call it fashion style, I'm like, I'm not really picky. I, I like specific things and I know I, can, I can't pull off certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, dating wise, I would, I would say that I'm picky, but I, I know that we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but is it just being particular? Um, but... I would say, yeah, I am. How about you? Okay, I feel like I'm in a similar boat to you. I'm particular. I feel like I am particular. It's funny because to the listeners, Benny doesn't like to see the outlines really before we start. He likes to know like a general idea of what we're talking about. And next up in my outline was going to be defining the difference between being picky and being particular. Because <laughs> I feel like those terms are synonymous and interchangeable to a certain extent, but they both carry a different like weight with them oh yeah absolutely yeah so um with that being said i do believe that i'm particular so do you want to hear the definitions i got from oh yeah for sure okay then it might it might help me uh (laughs) distinguish if i'm actually picky or not yeah yeah 
you can tell us what you are. So picky is very careful or too careful about choosing or accepting things. Particular is insisting that something should be correct or suitable in every detail. They're so similar, right? They are, but the words that you use, I would say that I'm more picky than particular than... I don't okay so to me I broke it down to myself I thought that picky was a little bit more superficial in terms of it it, maybe you're picky with things that don't matter too much or you're picky and you have outlandish standards particular to me it means that maybe I've tried it and I figured things out and I have a clear understanding of my footing and my foundation and what I want so to me this is grounded a little bit more in experience and and self-awareness Okay, I'm going to have to sit with that definition for myself for a little bit. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, uh, maybe we'll come back to it uh, at another time. At another time. Yeah. yeah. What area in your life are you the most picky, do you think? I think you need to go first on this one. I, I think I have some things, but I need to give it a quick thought. Yeah, I think I've been particular now in my career and my like my life and how I like my days to be now I never schedule meetings for the morning because the mornings are for me so I'm particular in that facet and the reason why I wasn't always like that but I call it particular because it's rooted in something the reason why is because I know that to be the best me to be the best version of myself I need my mornings to myself to work out shower get something good in my body and then around 12 now you talk to me but in the morning time no no not at all um around dating as well i think that in the past i thought i was picky and maybe other people thought i was picky but i am known for saying that i just want a seven you know i know what i know what my good enough is no truly i know I what remember, my good enough I remember is us talking about yeah that. And I'm also extremely self-aware. I think there were certain times in my life where I was like, well, I want this, 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 and this. I want a guy who's like super in shape, super tall. But like, am I those things as well? So I had to like have that moment of reflection to myself. Not saying that I only think I'm a seven. Not that there's anything wrong with being a seven. But I'm just thinking in terms of like, where do I see my partner being self-aware? You know, of what, not what I bring to the table, but what I'm looking for and what I can provide to someone in the kind of partner that I can be as well. I think with the standards of my life now, mm-hmm. I think the choosing of relationships and friendships in general, I think before I was more of a, oh, I'm just going to please everyone. I'm going to ah. go hang out with everyone and split my time with, with everyone. I do still do that in a certain way, but I have learned to manage my time and be more specific and particular with the the, the timing uh, the people because i know what feeds more of my soul now mm-hmm. and i think now it's even more in depth as for like dating and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, whether it be certain criteria um, that i'm looking for and even for myself i'm a little bit more detailed or intricate of of myself a little bit more critical about myself and more of the the learning process and and how to better myself mm-hmm do you think since you learned how to be self-aware and since you're, you've been on your journey of growth, do you feel like your type, quote unquote, has changed or your criteria has changed versus before when you were just like, oh, I want a girl who's this, this and this or I want friends who are this, this and this? I think it's changed a little bit. I don't think it has really kind of like been anything that was like, oh, my gosh, like it's totally different or 
like what was I thinking before mm-hmm. kind of deal, right? No shock. I think there's certain things that have changed within the criteria, not necessarily the foundation, but the, a lot of the things that build up the foundation are the same or very similar. How, how do you think yours has changed? Do you think it's been like the same all through and through or? No, it's definitely changed. I feel like I was more close-minded in the past. I was very like specific about what I wanted, who I wanted, who I wanted them to be. Yeah, I, I opened myself up for a minute and I was like, okay, well, let me date outside of my criteria. And I did that. Not good. Not great. So now I think I found a kind of like a happy medium. Also, there are things that I was willing that I wasn't willing to wave waver on that now I am like I could never have imagined myself dating a man with kids before in the past. And I think part of it is age. Now we're a little bit older, so it's more likely that people will have children but also I find it a plus like I want to see what kind of dad you are like are you involved are you active can you get along with your child's mother all of those things in my books are pluses and will are almost cheat codes to tell me or give me a better idea of who you are I think that goes for myself as well or just men in general it's like they want the same like sight or vision of or perspective I guess if you want to call it of how this person would be with their baby father, if you want yeah. to call it that. It's important because, yes, you're human, but what kind of a human are you? Are you a good human being to the person that you have a child with? Yeah. Are you just bitter? Are you just whatever? And I know that there's always going to be that that view on it, and we all understand that they're not always going to be on good terms. Again, it's, it's very different for everyone. We don't need to jump into that, but... I think it's important that you've recognized that. And I've thought about it before, but not as much as I I'm, I should have, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and it's not something that I have really kind of looked at more in depth because it's like part of the criteria that it's a no for me. It still is a no or it was a no? It's still a no. You can't date a woman with children? It, it kind of jumps back and forth. Like I have kind of dabbled into that yeah um i have welcomed that and i know that with age it's you're gonna see more of that Mm -hmm. and i guess like in the dating pool now at this age is kind of like there's less people that are going to not have children right yeah i don't think that you should ever invite or welcome something into your life that you're not 100 percent sure of because then that that could breed resentment and that's not good for any situation i also think a part of like us getting older is acknowledging and knowing our own flaws and then granting other people grace as well as ourselves grace for the flaws that they may have a hundred percent yeah as long as you're working towards self-growth that's another thing that i want to make sure whoever i'm with and even my friends too like as i'm like creating new friendships in full adulthood there's certain criteria or certain things that I want my friends to possess as well, which is, you know, always looking to grow. It doesn't necessarily have to be, a, oh, I want to have a career. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to make all the money in the world, but like at least be trying to to get better, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, my next, my follow-up question for you on that note is, you know, being a little bit more choosy and specific in the people that you keep around you, what pros and cons has that played out in like in your life? Let's start with cons. Um, I think cons would be like just the lengthiness or process that it's it is taken that you feel like you should be getting there. Yeah. I think that it just like and you go through like hurt, right? No matter what whatever the scale is. Again, it's different for everyone. I don't know. I just I think of like boredom as like a con. Like 
it's just sheer boredom. Yeah. And it's a <laughs> boredom will have you making really nasty decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like choices they're, of Yeah, time. they're just bad choices at the yeah. end of the day because once you reflect on them, you're like, oh mm-hmm. man, stupid me or whatever. Yeah. Um, as for pros, I think it's all building your self awareness and understanding who you are. Like again, like I said earlier, so what 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 brings you peace? What feeds your soul? Right? Mm-hmm. Does it fall in line with that? If it's not falling in line with that, are you are you really doing what's necessary? Are you making the right moves? Are you are you speaking it into existence? Yeah. Are you doing anything that is like fitting that? Well, since you kind of spoke more about like friendships and relationships, I'm going to go back on my career one, something that I'm more specific about as time goes on. So some of the cons has been other people's opinions of what I'm doing, like letting that affect me. Also money, money, you know, as you go from one industry into another and you're not established and you don't know how to navigate Money was money is definitely like a, a con or access to those kinds of things and frustration, I would say. But the pros is like I like myself a lot more now because I don't know. I feel like when there is a dissonance between what you think and what you do and how you feel and what you do, there's always going to be that rub and it's always going to be like on your shoulder. And now that everything is aligned, I feel way more in alignment. I just feel like overall just more light as a person like on my feet I feel like I really care about myself care for myself and love myself and learning how this is sounds so cheesy but like learning how to love myself and what that really means because I never thought oh I don't love myself or oh I don't like myself but I was meh about myself I feel like there were certain things that I was like oh I'm really good at this or you know I'm really good at being in service to others and blah 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 but now that I've taken the reins and now I feel like I'm in service to myself as well it's just a different relationship that I have with self so that is like the biggest pro that I can think of and that knocks all the cons like right off the board I think that what I'm hearing from you is that there's a lot of insecurities that we all have with our own selves and that's what is causing us to have these so-called cons Mm -hmm. or these feelings of that whether it be uh, self-worth or not being not not good enough or or whatever it is but I'll, i have a question for you you stated that one of your cons was just how you were being seen by people etc mm-hmm. right whether being you know in your career or friendships relationships whatever it is yeah people are going to have their perspective or judgment of you or they're going to label you but that doesn't define who you are mm-hmm. right but you can't also be blind to to the fact that people may see you a certain way, how does that help you in your character development? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try and answer. I'm not sure if I'm gonna hit it all, but like, feel free to just chip in if I miss something. So I don't think that I was specific enough when I said that. I'm frustrated because I know like what what I'm capable of. And I feel like sometimes people kind of brush that aside or push it aside, whether it is people in my personal life or people like who are in the industry that I'm in where I'm reaching out and wanting to collaborate and, you know, work with people and get these opportunities. And it's like people don't see the magic that I have that I know. And it's like I can see my magic and it frustrates me when other people can't. 
and I know that there are there are a lot like a lot of people out there and I'm I'm lucky to have these people in my life friends my internet friends my family too who will who notice and recognize like yo like you're really doing it it's really inspirational and all of that but I think it's a a, like a bit of the vanity metric of like Mm -hmm. okay I want to have this opportunity I want to have access to these things but like those social circles or whatever whatever you want to call them they don't recognize like the the goal that I have in my mind and that is not hurtful but it's frustrating because it's like you feel like you have to prove yourself at the end of the day. You don't depending on what you want. And I know for me, being an artist isn't, isn't good enough. Like maybe not good enough, but for me, my goal as an artist is to create content that is global, that does go worldwide and does like change lives and is in people's homes and all of that. So when I'm thinking about like scalability, like I need buy-in from these people and these places and these companies and all of that. So that is my frustration, I think. And then also people who who might know me from like my past life or my first life of, you know, being in the corporate world and they just don't get it. You know, people will question, well, why are you doing that? Why can't you keep a nine to five and just indulge in your side hustle on the side? Why can't you wait until you reti- wait until I retire? No, like I'm not doing that. So there's you could be 65 years old when that Right, exactly. You're writing blog posts about sex. Like, I don't think so. Like, I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm who knows? I might. We all are very headstrong about our paths Mm -hmm. and what we want to see. Because it's not just about the end goal. It's about everything, like the small little things. Like, you have to win battles before you win a war. Well, now that we've stood on business and discussed and, you know said all the reasons why we stand behind the areas that we're picky. Let's talk about areas that we're not picky at all and what that has meant or what that could mean and if it's something that we want to change. So I'll go first. We could just go rapid fire with these because they're like, they're quick and they're easy. So I'm not too picky on like the quality of foods that I eat. And I feel like that may impact my life in terms of like <laughs> my nutrition and like the fact that maybe I'm tired all the time. So I'm not picky about my foods. Yo, honestly, what you just said is exactly the same as me pretty much. Oh. I don't, I'm not picky with the food that I eat. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like, I don't really crave things. Yeah. Like, you know how some people are like, like you, like sweet tooth. Yeah. Crave sugar. Uh, I don't really get that. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want a burger. Yeah, but I'm not like, Oh, I'm dying for a burger. I need to have one and I'll go and get it. Oh no, I'm going to go and I'm, get I'm it. Not, I'm not that person. It was like, well, um, I'll just find something else. Yeah. And that's 95% of the time. No, I've terrible impulse control. I'll think <laughs> one thing and then like 30 seconds later, I grab my car keys. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm definitely not like that. Um, okay, one other thing that I'm not particular with that has impacted my life is I feel like I'm not super particular about my looks and this is why I'm like, I'm not willing to put a number on like what I am. It's because it really depends on the day you catch me. Like I, I could like be you, a five, you've six said this baby. Before, or I could be maybe a five, because six. I know you, right? I can, you don't know what you're getting. And I, I would love, I feel like every year my new year's resolution is to like take a little bit more pride in my looks, <laughs> you know, I, while I, I have it, I might as well like use it. You know what I mean? I, I know people like that, just like you. Yeah, there there's are a other lot of things that are that are higher on your priority list. Yeah, but it's nice to look good. And like I always said, is like look good 
feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that may sound kind of weird, mm-hmm. like grammatically. Yeah, but, but it's fine. I think we all get it. Yeah. I just, I'm not saying that I just had a nines, but mm-hmm. like a lot of times I'm, I'm bumming it right now. No, but you're still like, you still match. Like you're still putting. I'm just, I'm matching because what? I'm wearing all black. Listen, on Christmas Eve, I was going up north to my mom and sister's place. My sister's like, can you pick me up a drink? I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to the drive-thru and I, there were like literally 15 cars in the drive-thru. No, like there were a few people in the store. So I'm like, man, I got to go in the store. I was wearing my bird sweater. Like, you know, the old lady one with birds on it. No, a windbreaker jacket. Um, zebra print pants, fluffy socks, and Birkenstocks. And my hair was in two doo-doo braids. And I had to go into the freaking store. And I was like, man, this is why I should at least look decent. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Sorry. I don't know what's who, wrong with me. Who dresses you? I do. Oh, my God. That's the problem. I dress myself. I dress myself, and it's a problem. So even at the gym, I look like crap at the gym, like really bad. And the, here's the reason why. Because... It all starts off here. I don't want to have to get ready two times in the day, which means I don't want to have to put product in my hair and stuff in the morning. I really just wash my face and put lotion on my face and tie my hair back. No part, no gel, no edge control, nothing. It's so much harder being a woman. Yeah. And then I come home and then I shower and then I try to get ready for my day. I don't want to double get ready, you know? You You don't have to necessarily like doll yourself up to go to the gym, let's say, if that's your 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 but at routine. least have like a neat ponytail and don't look like i'm wearing my boyfriend's basketball shorts so we spoke about being um open-minded a little bit i'm going to take it back there before we get into our listener letter do you think that you're an open-minded person yes i think more it's more and more every year and i find that The reason why I believe that is because of this journey that I'm going through and becoming more Mm self-aware is that it's allowing me to accept and recognize a lot of things that are being, that are in front of me, that are being said to me, around me, and it's really helping me improve my observation skills, which then in turn allows me to, to become these things. Yeah. 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 I think that I'm open-minded. I think I could be a little bit more open-minded. I just don't like disappointment, if I'm being honest. And when I do try new things, if I'm like, oh, I just wasted my time, or oh, I just wasted my money, or oh, I, I knew what I wanted, and why did I step outside of that? Is it, is it kind of like the no expectations, no disappointments kind of I guess feel? so, yeah. I only take risks and chances. Um, like I like to take risks and chances, and I think they help you grow. They can help you grow. But I, I take them at calculated times. If I'm really, if I'm have a hankering for i don't know pizza from metro i'm not going to go to domino's because i know that's not going to scratch my itch but if i'm like ah, you know what i would like any pizza there are certain days i'm like okay maybe i'll try the pizza spot down the 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 road Mm. you know i'll give it i'll give it a go um also i think that being open-minded and trying new things and taking advice from other people as well it can help you grow so, so, so much more. I think learning yeah. about what you don't like and what you don't want can so much help your decisions about what you do want. How do you not like something if you never tried it? Right. Well, in terms of food, if I if I smell it and I'm like, ugh. I. What if, what if it's not even food? 
I know that I've never been camping and I know that I don't like camping. I don't like being outdoors. I don't like bugs. There's so many variables with camping that I'm like that I don't like where I'm like I can make I can't say for certain, but I can make a pretty solid case of like I don't want to go because there's a lot of things attached to it that you don't like, which is it kind of like supersedes the other things that you may like. Right. And it's just you may may like it, not that you like it for sure. Right. Like, yeah. I want to barbecue all the time. I love that, but I don't like bugs. Yeah. I don't want to go don't camping like and sleep in the heat. Or yeah. And I don't like really cold mornings. Like, that sucks. You can definitely prepare for that, but That's you true. can't be staying in a, a tent or a canopy thing with a mm-hmm. mosquito netting the whole time and not step out and Mm-mm. start a, a bonfire or wh- whatever the case may be. It's just, yeah. it's very different for a yeah. lot of people. But I get that. My motto is kind of like if... I can't say that I really don't like something unless I've tried it. I agree for and, the most part. Yeah, for the most part, for the most part. But I will try at least something once mm-hmm. before I can have the judgment or feeling of I won't do it again or I won't have it yeah. again. Exactly. Like butt stuff. Like I've never tried. Oh I've gosh, never tried yeah. butt stuff. So I can't say that I like it or don't like it. But I know that I'm not. Why does it always have to go to that? <laughs> I don't want to try it's such, stuff. It's such a default for everyone. Really? I feel like that's just always going to be like the default for like, if you don't like something, like that's thing of like when I said, you know, if don't don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'm people say like, that about butt stuff. It's just if you don't like something, you don't like something. I get it. But yeah. I think it's it's more what, what I'm trying to get to is <laughs> not that, okay. not butt stuff. I'm talking about other stuff. Like, for example, like, not related to food, traveling solo. Mm-hmm, I agree. I think that's so huge. And I get it that people don't want to do it because they want to do that with a special someone or with friends or mm-hmm. whatever, right? But I think there's so much growth and so much uh, opportunity to learn about yourself right? through traveling solo. Mm-hmm. And what's on the other side of fear? Growth find out yeah figure it out yeah yeah and i think it's about taking those calculated risks as we were talking about and controlling for the variables that you can control for if i'm if you're saying if benny's like Cass, i really think that you would find a lot of growth in solo travel i know enough about myself to i'm not gonna fly to tokyo there are some people that's you benny you're gonna go to asia where you don't speak a language and where you don't know a lot and you're gonna go figure it out for me, if I were to solo travel, it's going to be somewhere a little bit more safeguarded. And that's just my comfort zone. And who knows? Once I do that, then I might level up and be like, okay, now I'm going to go to Japan. I think I'm ready for that. Mm. But it's a matter of knowing yourself. Okay, so let's leave the audience with some takeaways. Okay, so number one is as you are, you know, being picky, being particular, choosing what you want in life. Make sure you're doing those ongoing assessments. Reassess your situation as you go all the time. I think that will help you in your checklist of becoming more self-aware. Yes, absolutely. And I think those kind of work within each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Number two is don't paint yourself into a corner. So don't let picky become your identity. Oh, Cass, that's the girl that only eats pizza on Wednesdays. Like, sure, it's cute that you only eat pizza on Wednesdays, but don't let that become your identity and don't let that be your thing. And being easy to work with and easygoing, like, is a flex, in my opinion. Yes, but don't just believe you're this one thing. Right. Just because you believe in it. Right. Allow people to label you. 
it's okay for them to have a, a negative perspective of you or whatever mm-hmm. or, or knock on you for, for something that you do. It, that's okay. All right. Next up, number three is be open-minded enough. For everyone, that's going to look a little bit different. We just literally wrapped up on this one. I feel we're talking about trying new things and stepping outside of your comfort zone when it makes sense for you and when the stakes are low or high, depending on what you choose. Number four, knowing the difference between compromise and sacrifice. So uh, that means put consistent and meaningful thought into your decisions always. Imagine what it's before you say your yes or before you decide, imagine what it's going to look like and feel like to say that yes and give that confirmation and then having to like follow up with action. So Benny, if you said, hey Cass, can you make me 15 lasagnas? I don't know how to bake lasagna, but if I tell you yes, I got to figure it out. In that moment, I'm going to tell you yes because I don't want to tell you no. I might be uncomfortable because I'm like, uh, I don't want to tell him no, so I'm just going to tell him yes. It's okay. my short-term win. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, oh, well, can I just pick you one to test it out to see if I, I even, I can even do it? No, I'm going to stay in my kitchen and curse you for three <laughs> days total, baking 15 lasagnas in my one mini oven. Number five, last but not least, find happiness within. Accept and understand that it's a process and to not be so critical of yourself and the timing that things are happening. Okay, let's get into our listener letter. I have a problem with money. Currently, I make 70K at my full-time job, which I thought was enough until my friends told me how much they make at their jobs. So many of my coworkers have to do side hustles and work part-time jobs to live comfortably, take vacations, and make ends meet. I would say that I live paycheck to paycheck and I am unable to save money after paying my bills. What do you suggest? First thing first, reassess your life, your expenses, how you budget. That's the main thing for me. Um, Two is get a side hustle, find something. Three, get a new job. Yeah, I think I I like three the best. Get a new job. I think think it's, sorry, I think it's harder to get a new job that's going to pay you more yeah i don't believe that 70k is enough to live off of and this is coming from us um, but that's not take home that's right gross so this is coming from us in in toronto and even like because i consider myself a bi-coastal girl so even in in the u.s like it's it's truly not enough if we're talking canadian dollars i don't think 70k is enough i think a lot of jobs are paying 70 80k and that was good 10 15 years ago when we're looking at that timestamp and that like mid-level range and we're like you know that was good back then but when you count for inflation and how much eggs cost these days and groceries and rent like a lot of people can't pay rent if if i made 70k a year and rent is for like a one-bedroom apartment we're looking at 2500 dollars. and that's but are you calculating like everything included like all your utilities yeah an apartment yeah an apartment is a one-bedroom apartment when's the last time you went to look online like a one-bedroom oh, apartment true. is close to that, very around, close yeah. To that, yeah. And if especially if you're downtown, then it's minimum. $2, but it's $2, also depending on where you're living and what your traveling expenses can look like as well. I think it's doable with that amount that you make. With that, with how that, are you paying your rent or your mortgage? I, like I said, the first thing I said was you you have to reassess and calculating your expenses and your budget. Yeah, but I think there's a baseline of like living expenses when you're thinking about your rent, your utilities, and your food. Yeah. Like I can say I made 70K at my job and 
I was living paycheck to paycheck as well. Like I can relate to this person. I made 70K at my job and I don't live beyond my means. I don't go out and buy myself clothes and purses and all of that. Not to say that's a bad thing, but I don't do that. And I was unable to, to save money. And that's why I left. Like I, the reason why it took me so long to leave is because I'm like, I got to save. I have to save money so that I can have my nest egg. But I was never able to create or have a nest egg, even given the fact that I had a side side job. Like I had children's entertainment. I had renters living in my rooms at, at one point. Like I had all of those things and 70K was just not enough. And I believe that it is just not enough unless maybe you have a home that's already like paid for or you're renting off a family maybe, but. Is that, is that, was that your base salary for your job? And then on top was the side stuff that you had or just yes. in total? No. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. 70K okay. was the base for my job. And then the side stuff that I did on top of that. Well, I think that it's possibly the three things that we have said. Yeah. It's a new side hustle or find a side hustle, find a new job and reassessment. Yeah. I think reassessment is the first thing you take a look at. It may not be the quickest, but it's the easier way to put pen to paper in regards yeah. to overall what it looks like yeah and see what we can quote unquote do less of not mm -hmm. necessarily do without but i think that'll definitely help um right uh the listener your friend yeah uh, so that's my suggestion okay yeah and then just to top it all off i'm gonna say the the sooner you act the sooner you're going to see like the changes i feel like don't get stuck in this cycle of woe is me like make a change whether it's that getting getting your linkedin getting a new job or picking up a side hustle or budgeting it could be all three of them come on baby just a tip girl relax it is not that kind of party just the tip is the part of the show where we give the inside scoop on practical tips to help you navigate through life like a boss from must-have cleaning products to book recommendations, and even the best way to peel a banana, consider it handled. So without further ado, I'd love to give you just the tip. This is another product-based tip if you take your skincare seriously. This is a really good product that I have, um, I've been using for a minute, and I just used it yesterday for the first time in a while because I'd forgotten about it. Anyways, it is The Ordinary. It's a AHA 30%, BHA 2% peeling solution. Basically, that sounds really scary. Basically, it is this red little serum in a bottle and you put it on your face, you leave it for 10 minutes and what it does is it kind of, it's a chemical exfoliant. So think of when you're using a face scrub and like to rub off the dead skin, this does it but with chemicals and it honestly, it makes your skin feel like so smooth. At first it tingles a little bit, and if you want percentages this high, you have to order it from the United States or the UK. In Canada, they Jeez, don't offer it this high, but you can get one from uh, Sephora or you can just go on theordinary.ca or .com. I will put the links in the show notes. Just melt your face off? Yeah. If you get benefits at work, yo, use them. Use them, you pay for them. I know, and I'm just really, this year, I'm using, I literally came from a massage before I came here. Where'd you go for your massage? Uh, massage addict. It was just quick and easy. Went there one other time. It's good. Quick hour massage. Feel good. No happy ending. I don't do those things. No. Just want to make sure that people don't think that way about me. <laughs> that it's not that and, kind of uh, massage. Yeah, just use benefits. Whether it's like 
massage, chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, get glasses, glasses, even sunglasses you can orthotics. get. Yes. You'll fix up your feet. Mm-hmm. And go to physio. Physio is another good place. I would definitely recommend going to like Myo Detox or one of those athletic yeah, gyms. They all provide like a physical assessment. Yeah. To see where you're at before you, you go through all those things and what you're looking for, whether it be um, training, um, uh, movement therapy, yeah. acupuncture, whatever the heck it is. They are phenomenal. Go check them out. Go check other people out that are close to you. Mm-hmm. But do your research. Us, your peoples, have had a wonderful time sitting down with you. And we will see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. And just like that, we've come to the end. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Girl, leave me a review. Five stars, five stars, five stars across the board. To support the show, you can share it with a friend or on socials. Don't forget to tag me at ohsodope.co so I could be a creep. You can also shop on my website for greeting cards, stationery, digital downloads, and other cool merch at www.dopehouse.co. This helps a ton because you know I quit my job and I don't want to have to do something strange for a little bit of change. You know what I'm saying. The best way to get in touch is email. You can hit me up at holla at dopehouse.co. Okay. Shake your butt and have a good day. Goodbye.